Welcome to season three of The Short Score, the Team Roping Journal's weekly news update show, where you can find the latest on the sports leaders from the jackpot world of the USTRC and the World Series of Team Roping to the pro rodeo ranks. I'm Chelsea Schaefer. And I'm Caitlin Gustav. And we'll be your hosts. Caitlin. Hey Chelsea. How is everybody today? This is Tuesday. We're getting near the end of July and things are weird. Very weird. Again. It's how we need to get a more creative way to start out every episode, but I mean this is 2020 and everything's weird, so that's kind of the theme, particularly in the world of team roping right now. Things are really great on the roping side. I just read the World Series letter that's going in the September issue of, of the Team Roping Journal. Um, so it's a little sneak peek, but it looks like all numbers are great for the finale this year. Plans are obviously still in the works to have the finale mm-hmm. in Las Vegas. So all indications of the state of the team roping industry based upon recreational team roping, really strong. The guys at the rodeos, the numbers look a little different. Yeah. Can, so this episode, which is sponsored by Softride Equine Comfort Boots, when Softride bought it, it was supposed to be the Cheyenne Results podcast, the podcast mm-hmm. we did with the winners of the Daddy of them all. And here we are. And there's no Cheyenne. There was no Cheyenne. There was a Cheyenne in World Series yes, form. Yes, it was a great rope end. Yes. 2,921 teams on the week. Um, yeah, including the breakaway ropers, so that's why the, mm-hmm. the little odd number. It was a good week as far as all things considered for the World Series, for JX2 Productions, for the ladies in the team mm-hmm. open, for the WCRA, Women's Rodeo World Championships, winning your in qualifier. So while we're just kind of jumping into this, it was a really big week for the women and for the World Series. So we're excited about that. But today we're going to talk, we hit, we're going to talk through a lot of news because there is quite a bit going on. Aside from the fact that there's not a, quite a bit of rodeos. Okay, so the big news that broke yesterday, we're recording this on Tuesday, broke Monday afternoon, was that the Ram National Circuit Finals are moving to Greeley. Mm-hmm. I didn't see that one coming. I didn't either. You know, the rodeo rumor mill is pretty vibrant, but nobody had mentioned that. That that never come up in all of the in all of the rumors that were going on. Um, Which I guess it makes sense because I mean, as much as we don't want to talk about COVID nineteen anymore. Mm-hmm. Florida is pretty heavy. Not doing so hot. Yeah. yeah so I guess it kind of makes sense, but no one had that in their mm-hmm. thoughts or... Yeah. Yeah, and I mean, for better or for worse, Colorado took quite a... I know our, we talked to some doctors that are team mm-hmm. ropers that took... Um, that said Colorado did a good job of taking some early precautions that hopefully have flattened the curve, yeah. as they say, in quarantine <laughs> times. So we're excited. They're, they say they're planning to have fans in the stands at the RNCFR here in Greeley. I think... I mean, hopefully it's an outdoor venue. Mm-hmm. Hopefully the weather cooperates. Hopefully it's Colorado shows its best rather than its worst. Yeah. I do remember, like, we had a massive flood in, like, the whole town of Greeley flooded that time about seven or eight years ago, so. Don't scare people I know, off. No, <laughs> I'm not. I'm not. I'm just, just thinking aloud right now. Like, I do remember it got really rainy one September. Yes. But judging by the way Colorado is, it probably won't rain ever again. So we're no. fine. We're fine. Excited. It'll be fun. Um, you and I were discussing. We'll mm-hmm. be back and forth, though. Big, well, you probably will get to miss the whole circuit finals mm-hmm. because you're going to be in Fort Worth for the USTRC finals. The USTRC 
National Finals presented by Cinch. It's going to be a lot of fun. There's going to be an open. It's going to be great. The horse sale, always my favorite time. I'm definitely going to be there for the horse sale and then fly back. So a lot a lot of good things to look forward to in Fort Worth. Hopefully things are going to be opening back up. There's going to be lots of good steak to eat oh, yeah. in Fort Worth. Uh, Mexican food. Fun stuff to do with your family. The botanical gardens, they're outside. Mm -hmm. They're beautiful. You can walk there from, from the arena in Fort Worth. So it'll be fun. That's next on our travel schedule, I think, at this point, right? Yeah. Sounds about yeah. right. All right. Pro Rodeo. There's the industry gossip. What do we got in Pro Rodeo? If you haven't seen it already, Jake Orman and Brad Kreitz, they were the big winners. They won Deadwood last weekend and placed at Burwell. So, you know, they added a little over 8000 to their earnings. And they're currently sitting in the top 30 of the standings right now. The next big winners were Coleman Proctor and Ryan Motes. They won Burwell. If you didn't see their video on either their social media or the Team Roping Journal's Facebook page, Ryan got a good start. <laughs> yeah. Got a very good start yeah. at one of the rodeos. So. Yeah, his cow horse background, as he said, came in handy there. Yeah. Check out, yeah, check out that video on our Facebook page. Ryan sent it to me, and it's a trip. Those muleys, they said, you know, they knew where they were going. They said mm -hmm. they weren't like like at Gaiman, where some of them might like walk out and look mm -hmm. around, they weren't super fresh. They knew where the back end was, and they were headed to it. Yeah. So, um, Ryan, Coleman and Ryan made a great run there. Definitely. And the last big money earners of the weekend that I kind of noted was Clay Smith and Jade Corkill. They're second in the world standings right now. Don't knock them out. Mm -hmm. I mean, Luke and Joseph, they have a pretty good lead in the standings, but Clay and Jade are pretty strong as a team. So. Yeah, and something that's worth noting definitely mm -hmm. worth noting is that clay smith is also second in the prca world standings all-around race oh, um him and tough cooper but mm -hmm. both bust in steers these days and and obviously i mean who knows maybe clay smith will try his calf roping out because i've maybe. seen him do it at the time of it and we <laughs> can't count shad may filled out too mm -hmm. he's not in the all-around standings right now he doesn't have that 3001 in another event but he might get it done in the team roping yeah he's still trying the year so he's, he's still definitely trying. still trying mm -hmm. yeah for sure. You know, the the World Standings race right now is really interesting. And it's really... Trevor and I were talking the other day when he was doing his column for the Team Repeating Journal's print magazine. He was talking about, like, well, we need to figure out what it was going to take, what seventh place had won. Mm -hmm. I think the... the what is the what is the old saying? Like, T. Woolman used to say, like, seventh place by Cheyenne. I don't remember. I don't remember. There was, there's this old saying. But, like, it would be interesting to see what it was going to have, what it's going to take this year versus what it was going to take last year. Everybody's talking about that. Right now, number 15 is Brenton Hall. Is Brenton Hall with $28,707.50. And that's the cents. same for the heel side, too. That's mm -hmm. Chase trying on the heel side at 15th. So. Yeah. And so there is a lot of guys clawing their way into the standings. I mean, mm -hmm. we talked, Matt Sherwood, he's 16th. Coleman Proctor is 17th, just 2,000 back after him and Ryan had a really good weekend. T. Wade, him and Billy Jack mm -hmm. have been hitting big at certain places. They're 18th. Driggers is 19th. I mean, it's no, there's not like, that's a pack of wolves mm -hmm. behind you. There's guys that have never made the finals on the head side that are in the standings. I'm looking at it now, and it looks like Colton Schmidt is eighth, and he's made the finals before, but mm -hmm. it's been quite a little while. Clay Ulery, the Canadian, he's got 34,001. He's 10th, and he's never made the finals. Mm -hmm. Levi Simpson hasn't been back since he won a world title in 2016. It would be awesome to see Levi there. 
Nelson Wyatt um, from a, Alabama. A rookie. Yep. Never been to the finals. Chad Masters did make his way in there. Um, Andrew Ward is 13th. So just a, a lot of new names in the standings. It's really exciting. I know Colby Lovell, he's way up there, and he's certainly got something to rope for right now. Mm -hmm. He's kind of a man on a mission. Um, he's got Paul Eves. He's he's motivated by the loss of his great friend, Cody Neesmith. So, so that's exciting to watch those guys. On the heel side, um, Logan Medlin is my favorite that's pretty far up there. He's number four in the standings. That's a great guy that'll do just about anything you ask him. Mm -hmm. And and we're really excited to watch Logan from New Mexico, call, former college champ. He's way up there. Um, Shea Carroll hasn't been to the finals in a while. He's up there at sixth. Levi Lord is ninth. He has never been to the NFR. Peyton Bray is tenth, never mm -hmm. been to the NFR. Jake Edwards, what a year to win the Fort Worth Stock Show and Rodeo. Right. Jake Edwards, um, I know they made a big deal that he's from Ocala, Florida. He is mm -hmm. not from Ocala, Florida. He is from New York, represent oh, yeah. First Frontier Circuit. <laughs> so, Jake, we're pulling for you. I know he's got Billy Bob Brown this year, so fingers crossed that it goes well for him. Lots going on there, and, and just the same. The Wolves that are hunting Chase Tryon, they're from 16 to 20, Ryan Motes, Billy Jack Savins, Tyler Worley, Trey Yates. It would just be, you, you've got to be have nerves of steel to have those guys coming behind yeah, you. Yeah, definitely. Yeah, Patrick Smith is at 20. Kyle Lockett's at 21. It's no joke. So, yeah, so it's going to get really interesting with these limited rodeos. The guys have just been talking about how absolutely dirty tough it is. Yeah, and it's not like, even if you're going for your circuit, mm -hmm. sadly, but... Good luck, mm -hmm. because you have these guys that are entering mm -hmm. every single rodeo that is on the schedule, because they mm -hmm. are in the hunt for the year end. Yeah, Snapchat has this, like, uh, tag right now that says, like, so this is what we're doing now, question mark, and I've seen quite a few guys use that as they're at, like, rodeos that they have certainly never mm -hmm. been to before, getting a whole new experience, really the American... This is, feels like the American experience of rodeos. These guys are going to the small towns <laughs> in America that have the guts to put on a rodeo. So mm -hmm. shout out to all those committees who are still making it happen for everybody. For sure. It's awesome. Yeah, absolutely. Speaking of the, the standings and where we're looking, there are some rookies that are kind of that are up there. Mm -hmm. Britt Smith, most importantly. Britt Smith, he's got $16,107 one, and he's 31st in the world standings. Roping with his brother Jake, you know they are have an outside chance sixteen thousand. I mean they've got to get on a really big heater, but Britt's doing pretty well as far as the Resistol Rookie Race goes. Yeah, definitely. He's been just kind of hitting rodeos here and there, getting a little bit mountainy one. Super great, actually. I got to talk to him, and he is so nice. Mm -hmm. um, you know, we talk to Clay all the time because mm -hmm. Clay's Clay. Clay. I don't think we need to <laughs> speak for him, but the the youngest Smith is. Uh, exceptional young man mm -hmm. so hopefully he does good you know um, I know he's eyeing world titles in the future like mm -hmm. his brother so yes and the gray he is riding is not no Marty. it's not Marty he we had a good conversation <laughs> about all the grays that they all ride yeah. and it's very easy to get them all confused yeah I remember at the BFI a couple years ago um, Marty got hurt he like took a really funny step mm -hmm. in the second or third mm -hmm. round and they didn't... No one knew. That was when we were doing an Instagram takeover with Clay. And he was like, no, 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 don't put it on. That nobody wanted me to say that Marty got hurt. And, I mean, he made passed it by like it was Marty the whole mm -hmm. day. Because that gray looks so much like him. Yeah, mm -hmm. it's insane. And, and worked great. Obviously, Britt's doing really well. Mm -hmm. um, and has a good horse. So, definitely a nice horse. Definitely. 
Um, and then for the heel side and there's this little rookie race that Clay Fatrell, he's got 18,001 right now. He's obviously, that's leading the standings for the healers. And he's in the world standings right now, 26th. So good luck to him. That's, I mean. And he's from North Carolina. Do you know him? Have you got to talk I to him yet? Mm -mm, he better. Yeah. He should answer his phone this week because mm -hmm. um, that's cool. We'd love. To, I love those guys on the East Coast. I wonder. You know, there's a lot of questions about his story, so mm -hmm. we'll, we'll talk to him. Very good. Definitely. All right. This episode it's brought to you by Soft Ride Equine Comfort Boots, but we're going to talk about their new Soft Riders. The creators of Soft Ride Boots just released their transformational new Soft Rider shoes to the public in July of 2020. They tested these for years at top vet hospitals across the country. And my husband and I, we got to test some too because we buy and sell a lot of horses. The guys at Soft Ride take good care of us and they sent them to us because sometimes the horses we get in, their feet aren't great. Sometimes there's some soundness issues. Sometimes there's thin soles and we've used those as a problem solver. So they're made from one layer of semi-rigid polymer simulating a live, healthy hoof wall, as well as a layer of shock dissipating polymer that mimics the function of the soft frog. These are strategically placed the load of the horse on the center of the shoe rather than on the outside of the wall. Picture, it looks like an athletic sole of a shoe rather than a horseshoe. Like, mm -hmm. eliminate anything you've ever known about horseshoes, and that's what they look like. They're like a, a, an athletic cleat. Um, and we've put them on head horses. I know NFR healers that have had them on their horses. Lots of guys have tried them and, and are still using them. I'm not going to name drop yet, but from the best in the world on down, they're using them. So these guys center, they, these shoes center the load of the horse's body and of their weight in the middle of their foot rather than the, the on the wall. And when the weight on a traditional shoe is on the wall of the foot, it will send shockwaves up the leg. That's what causes some, like, what can cause arthritis, can cause more soft tissue and hard tissue damages, where this, if it puts it in the middle of the foot, you have a lot less impact on the whole horse's leg. They're thinking that these are going to be a solution for young horses, for horses on the track, for trotters, for horses that are taking a lot of strain early on. It's just going to change the whole dynamics of the foot. It isolates the concussion, like I said. It reduces strain because it really rolls the foot rather than it helps increase breakover. You always hear shoers and vets, mine at least, are always talking about the breakover, uh, sometimes arguing about breakover. Mm -hmm. It really increases the breakover, and it adds traction. These really do look like cleats, and it's kind of, you know, you see like when guys rope at pen they'll be sure as they're tacking metal um, spikes into horses feet to help them get traction these soft riders though it's kind of counterintuitive you might look at them and think how's a horse not going to slip when they're when they're using these things they don't because the lugs in the tread really grab a hold of the ground and it kind of takes some of the strain away from the leg when they're doing high impact stuff so soft riders are available at softrideboots.com you can also get them through your vet because a lot of vets are already working with Soft Ride. I know our vet, Joe Strickland here in Greeley, Colorado, he was the one that was helping test for a long time, helping test these shoes. He's got shoers all over Colorado using them. So if, you, if you're in northern Colorado, holler at Joe. He knows what's up. But big vet clinics like Rudin Riddle are using them kind of across the board. Lots of lots of different top-notch facilities are using them. But SoftRideBoots.com, that's where you can order them. They're sized like regular shoes, and you tack them on. And I mean tack them on but informally. You, you nail them on like a regular shoe, and you can grind them and shape them a little bit too. That's the product that, that is sponsoring this episode, and I am so grateful that they have let us try them and let us talk about them because they're pretty revolutionary. I'm excited to see where they go in the industry and how they change things. Like I said, I've had them on head horses, heel horses, barrel horses, brood mares in the pasture. I had a brood mare that 
she was really thin-soled, and she would get really sore-footed out in the pasture when she was really big. And we put those on her and didn't have to worry about her the rest of the pregnancy. She was perfectly fine. So huge, huge help as far as soft riders go. Soft rider shoes, softrideboots.com. All right, everybody. I think we've talked at you long enough this week. Yeah. Yeah, this is a long one. This is a long one. Thank you guys are listening to these, so that's awesome. Thank you all so much. Um, we'll have a new episode next week. Not sure who it is yet, but I will do some figuring in that department. And we'll talk at you soon. Thanks, everybody.